The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Podcast ads are the worst, right? Everyone hates them. You can get Saints Happy Hour ad-free by becoming a patron. That's right. Patrons get access to every show ad-free. No ads ever. You also get Breaking Saints News Podcast, Saints Player Grades, early access to shows, and behind-the-scenes access. Plus, you get access to our Discord channel, where you can talk Saints 24-7 in private with other Saints Happy Hour listeners. And you get our world-famous booze bundle with four swag items. Amazing. So sign up and never have to suffer through another ad again. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com. That's SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. You up, bro. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> we have a gr- we have a great show for you tonight. Sean Payton still mad at Michael Thomas for ghosting him. Will Lutz's groins exploded, and we have our world famous UDFA adopted son draft. I'm picking second, and I'm gonna win. Thomas, hit the intro. Off to a rip roar and start tonight. G'day, it's Stevic from 12 Ninja here. And look, if you like American football, you should check out Saints Happy Hour podcast. I personally know fuck all about American football, other than it's a bunch of massive blokes wearing spandex shoulder pads and helmets running around with a throwing a football. In Australia, you don't throw footballs. You punch it or you kick it. And there's um, no protection. They're all naked. And there's sharks and crocodiles fired out of cannons onto the field and we all stand around and drink blood watching it but american football is your thing you know what to do saints happy hour podcast stick it in e-hole all right everybody welcome to another edition of saints happy hour podcast perfect start perfect chef's kiss hey everybody we're on twitch as you know Pound that donate button. Pound that donate button so Thomas can get paid in Vladi Divots or whatever we pay him in Polish. Uh, you can donate that way. Uh, by the way, the funniest clip that, that people listening, watching the show make, we're going to play it every episode. We're going to play the funniest clip. So make yourself a Twitch clip of this show, and maybe we'll play it next week. Thomas has got some funny clips to do. Uh, the first person that donates five bucks, they get a VIP badge after we get, uh, affiliate status and sub badge. I don't know what that is, but Thomas says it's pretty cool. So donate, make it happen. All right. The show start was as bad as the Saints news day today. (laughs) It, it really was. I don't know where to start. Let's start with this. Uh, Michael Thomas, Andrew, uh, he started off Monday with an Instagram post saying that uh, other people are trying to ruin his reputation, but he stayed quiet or something, something. And then he liked the post later today. Oh, there it is. He said, uh, he said, they tried to damage your reputation. You saved theirs by not telling your side of the story. Hey, Michael, you can tell us any, anytime you want. Just tell us what's going on. And then, Andrew, he liked the, po- the first thing he's tweeted since the middle of June. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Keep that in mind. He hasn't tweeted since like June 6th or something like that. 
So here's the question, Dave. When he says they, is he talking about the Saints or is he talking yes. about Jeff Duncan? Or us. Or us. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I think he's talking about the Saints. Uh, you know, the second I saw this, I was like, oh, my God. I, I can't. Here we go. I can't believe. I can't believe this is the shit we have to deal with now. <laughs> um, it, it's been zero days since our last uh you know, bullshit. Yeah, Thomas, you need a I'm counter. Days since Saints bullshit. Yeah, you're, you're off to a great start, Dave. Uh, they literally told me to stop cursing before the show. And, and here I you am. lasted a minute <laughs> and a half. Yeah, I'm like blaming it on Ralph. I'm like, no, Ralph's way worse than me. Uh, <laughs> um, Fuck so, that. But Let's go. <laughs> Solve your problems with aggression. After, Solve your um, problems with aggression. After I got over the, the initial shock, uh, my second thought was, uh, I, this has to do with this has to do with doctors and injuries. Um, you know, uh, there's a story behind this, and Michael Thomas is obviously unhappy with the Saints. There, he's unhappy with whatever narrative. Uh, he thinks they're pushing out, but I immediately said this has to do this. This, my impression is that um, uh, Thomas had an injury. This goes back to last year. He had some, in, you know, he had his injury last year, early in the season. Um, maybe the Saints told him one thing as far as how to deal with his injury, and maybe he listened to that. And then the Saints now are upset because, you know, Michael Thomas did what the Saints wanted to do. Well, and that's kind of led him to this path now. And now they're upset with with their request and their and the results of that request. He keeps um, this up. I'm taking the fat head off the wall. Look at <laughs> it's it's I mean, it's, this is this is obviously purely speculation, but. I I think it has to. I think it obviously there is obviously an issue between well, Michael Thomas and and the Saints and the coaching staff. Well, here's the thing, Andrew. He 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 liked a tweet later that PFF retweeted. Yeah. He said uh, it was yeah, basically right. he didn't get the surgery because the Saints pressured him because they wanted to get Drew a ring, and everybody was like, "Yeah, that makes sense." But it, it to me, it didn't make any sense that. Michael Thomas would have been like last year, hey, I need to get this surgery. And this, it makes sense that the Saints would have been like, hey, hold off. We can win a Super Bowl. Try to play through it. That makes total sense that the Saints wouldn't, want, would, wouldn't have wanted him to get the surgery last year during the season. But it makes no sense if he wanted the surgery during the 2020 season that he wouldn't have got it the week after the Tampa game. That makes no sense. Yeah, well, so look, I, I think he – I don't know if he wanted to get it after the Tampa game. I think it's more – and this shouldn't be surprising to Michael Thomas, but look, he, yeah, I, I think Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas's gripe is that <laughs> he gets injured. The last time Michael Thomas answered the phone, it's yeah. the Rams game. Um, he, he is disappointed that – I think he, he's – been out of shape because the Saints asked him to play after his injury. They're like, nope, you're good. You can play. And as soon as the season ends, they're like, nope, you need surgery. Cam Jordan has complained about this in the past. I don't know if you remember this, but Cam Jordan played through some stuff. I think this was a year ago. Not 2019, and right yeah. when the season ended, they said, yeah, dude, you need core surgery. 
and because his muscle was ripped off the bone, remember? Yes, right. And Cam Jordan says, Cam Jordan says, it's huh, interesting. As soon as the season ends, they tell me I need surgery. Like he actually tweeted that out. And so this this isn't new, right? Like uh, that's the business of the NFL. The teams are willing to roll the dice and let you play. And and this is the thing about those kind of injuries where it's like in the gray area. It's not a torn ACL or an Achilles where you can't. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed play you're done you need surgery it's cut and dry it's clear these gray areas where you've got the delvin bro x-ray and it's inconclusive right or the michael thomas situation or we're like you get different opinions and some doctors are like dude kind of needs surgery and another doctor may say you know he could probably play on it and maybe get through the season and you could decide to have surgery and shut him down or he could try to play through it and he might be good and he might not be and obviously, that's the area. So you have to make these tough calls. And I think so that exists in the NFL and it affects athletes. And it's a thing. We know that athletes should know that. But I think the problem here is that we're also dealing with a player that's really stubborn, that's really immature, and that's posted cryptic stuff on social media that has tended to go to social media to lash out as opposed to dealing with someone man-to-man and handling the issue he has decided to not answer phone calls from the people that cut the checks and i i think there's a real lack of maturity and a lack of professional yeah, not gonna work I here get, anymore I, anyway <laughs> i well so actually <laughs> that, it's interesting that you say that because i actually do think michael thomas will play for the saints again and i think in a perfect world both sides would be happy to part ways but they can't. And it's not that dissimilar from Aaron Rodgers, and it's not that dissimilar from Russell Wilson. In a perfect world, I think both quarterbacks wanted to play for different teams this year, but they signed deals. It's very cap prohibitive. It's not just that you can trade a supreme player for great draft picks. It's that you've got to deal with the cap ramifications of trading them away. And, and it's prohibitive. And so it's the same thing with Michael Thomas. The Saints aren't going to take a $22 million cap hit next year to trade him. They're just what not. Can, so that's great that do? the Saints are fed Medicine up with him. This is not a science. It's, it's great that the Saints are fed up with him, and, and, and it's fine that, like, Michael Thomas wants out. But, like, 
I have a hard time seeing that happen. Dave, you want to dogpile on the Saints' doctors? So what about you? next year? Can we can we can we trade him next year for Aaron Rodgers? You can trade him. You can trade him after June, and you can make it only be thirteen million dollar dead cap hit if you trade him after June. Interesting. But Dave, I want to pile on the doctor. I mean. <laughs> you know, it's like Andrew summed it up. He he mentioned uh, you know prior cases. I, I think he mentioned Delvin Bro. Um, you know this Nick is, Fairley, uh, bad doctoring. Nick Nick Fairley's. Uh, that's different. I mean that's I different. I don't think they're necessarily looking for uh, a hole in your heart or, or something like that. Still, yeah. Um, bad but bad yeah, doctoring. no. I mean this is. I, I again, I agree with everything Juge said. I mean, there's probably some blame to go around on the Saints' part, and I would say there's probably some blame to go around on Michael Thomas's part in the way he's handling the situation. Ajari Evans said it pretty well, actually. Uh, Thomas, if you check out the uh, what I sent in our direct messages, you can pull up the tweet. But I think Jari Evans summed it up pretty well. He says, look, I think Michael Thomas is a tremendous player, but he misplayed this. If you have an injury and you go into the offseason, if you have an injury, you have to go into the offseason with a plan, and his decisions didn't help. So, you know, the bottom line is I get that there's distrust. I get that he would want a second opinion. Those are all I, – I get that he's unhappy. But you don't return phone calls. You don't show up to your second appointment. And then all of a sudden you're getting surgery in June. Like that's, that's unacceptable. Yeah. Well, the other thing that's unacceptable, Dave, is we fell down on the job and didn't realize that when Will Lutz had the, just the inkling of a groin injury that his groin was going to explode and he was going to have to fly to Philadelphia to get the mesh from Dr. Myers. Like we should have been on that. When everything goes bad for the Saints, you knew as bad as this summer was going, somebody's groin was going to explode. Yeah, minor groin tweak is always core, core surgery waiting to happen. Hernia. <laughs> it happens every year to the Saints. We should have seen it coming. Sports hernia. Sports hernia. So, and, and it was a kicker. Like of all yeah. positions, kicker is the one where like, if you have a groin injury, that's a problem. But Dave – does, does the Will Lutz injury does it does with all the crap that the Saints have had this summer does it not phase you does it do you just it just bounce off of you or does it or does it tilt you over the edge and you're like oh this is the last straw now I'm completely panicked over 2021. <laughs> uh, at this point, I think I'm I think I'm getting a little numb to it. I think you kind of hit the nail on the head there. Uh... Dave Cariello panic meter is at what? Well, fever the, pitch. Well, see, the the thing is, is my my the way <laughs> I react to panic is I just go the other way and I'm just like fuck it and I I don't pay attention to it. I just forget about it. I don't let it bother me. I go zen. Uh, so I, I mean, my panic level is way up here. But I'm you know you're not going to get that from me. I'm not going to act that way. I've already resigned myself. I'm thinking. When are we doing season? I'm 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 six and eleven. Whoa! People want to. People asked if we trade Thomas, what would happen? What can the Saints get if we trade Thomas, executive producer extraordinaire for the show? You go back (laughs) to 
audio that sounds like a bottom of a swimming pool, and you go back to the chroma key colors in the live stream. That is you don't, f***ing stupid. You don't want any of that. Wake up. But Thomas, here's the thing. Andrew, I was panicked about Lutz, and I thought it was really bad. But then I heard Sean Payton in his press conference after practice today. He sounded like a guy that maybe Will Lutz isn't going to be back, isn't going to be out as long as we thought. Thomas, play Sean Payton from the uh, from the post-practice press conference he started, today. He started with a core muscle strain, and then last week it progressed some. And so rather than wait, we're going to have – Go ahead and have that done right away. Um, and I don't have a time frame. I didn't see his PR announcement. Um, but that's where we're at with it. Michael Thomas is watching that, and he's probably like, mm, he's getting surgery right Thomas right cleaned up that audio because that audio in real time sounded like Peyton was at an iron factory. Just so you know. I just want to let people know that the Saints audio is worse quality than ours. That's what I want to say. Continue, Dave. Well, you just stamped, trampled all over my joke. I just, I made the joke. Sorry. Sorry. Just ruined it. That's the worst (laughs) joke I've ever heard. Well, yeah, it is the worst joke I've ever heard because you can't even hear it because Ralph was talking over half of it. All right. Sorry. Continue. (laughs) There's nothing to continue on. (laughs) I, I made the joke. I made the joke. But sit in the, sit in the they signed room. some kicker I've never heard of. Yeah, um, Bill Maher. How did you get the Bill Maher fathead on your wall already? Yeah, it's impressive. That was quick. <laughs> wow. Bill nice Maher. Shot, Bill Maher. That's the. That's from not a kicker. HBO. That's the host. That's HBO the host from night. HBO, the oh, liberal right. host that everyone hates. Liberal? His comedy Is he liberal? show. He's yeah. He's. I saw him in Palm Springs. His comedy show. Oof. Like the worst right seventy-five dollars I ever spent. Uh. It's Brett Maher, by the by the way. But yeah. Bill but Dave, brother. big nuts Ralph lutz. Like how how, how right. big a loss is this if he's not back till October? I don't know. I don't know anything about Bill Maher's brother Brett. So I mean, <laughs> who knows? He could, be, he could be really good. I mean, I don't know where this guy come from. Andrew's in front of a computer. I've never heard of him, though. Andrew. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, – so you don't remember – so I remember this guy because he made like three 60-yard kicks with the Cowboys. I think he has the NFL record for most made 60-yard kicks in a career. 60 oh, plus. dude, he's the dude that missed like four field goals and then they cut him the yes. next day? Oh, yeah, yeah. That so that he's, like, oh, he's got like uh, a well, – Now I'm worried. Now I'm he's worried. got a ridiculous leg and no, no accuracy. I, I compared him to ki- the right. Cam Newton of kickers. In other words, he has no accuracy, but – at his peak, at his ceiling, it's awesome, right? And he's hit three kicks over 60 yards. So you have these moments of, oh my God, the strongest leg I've ever seen. And then, you know, he and, and then he extra points, right? Yeah. I think he, yeah. I think he, I think he has actually missed extra points. I'm sure he has. Yeah. Well, now I'm not feeling so good. Thank he's you, only man. so <laughs> so his career long is 63. So you know, that, that speaks to his leg strength. Was but, that in uh, Denver? No, uh, I think that was in Dallas that he hit that one. Um, he's never kicked for Denver, but um, he uh, he's only seventy four percent, which you know at this stage that's I feel poverty like kick- kicking in two. Yeah, I feel like all NFL. kickers are above eighty percent in the league, so like seventy four is incredibly low for a kicker. I feel yeah. like, and he wanna... was twenty for thirty his last year. That was two years ago, and he's got a cowboy. That's two out of three. Him. 
Dave, when is the Lutz Will Lutz injury, is it the least of your concerns? Not anymore. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, is it the least of my... I don't know about least. I, I think my I think biggest is Mike Thomas. Uh, I, I just I don't I don't know I don't see him. You know a- Andrew says Andrew says the Saints aren't going to trade Mike Thomas and that's fine, but he still may not play a damn down for. The I'm going to make a prediction. Season. Mike Thomas, he's so. going to have as many touchdown catches this year as me for the second year in a row. Year. That's my prediction. Oof. Yeah, um, and I, I mean, don't it, like that prediction. And it's upsetting because, um, you know, in a season where we have a new quarterback, whether it's going to be Taysom or whether it's going to be Jameis, uh, whoever it is, I know damn well either one of those guys would really like to have Mike Thomas out on the field uh, helping them and making them look good. Um, so it's a little Jordan season. You know what really scares me about this new kicker is that it became personal with me. Sean Payton kind of got stubborn with Will Lutz, remember? And he was like, this guy is too talented. He he did the same thing with Deontay, too. And he was like, because Deontay, remember, he had a fumble problem. And with both players, he was like, these guys are too talented. We've got to find a way to coach them up. And we've got to find a way to... You know, any of these bad habits that they have, any of the struggles that they have, we need to find a way to coach them wasn't out of Lutz, them. So, Lutz's and they problem, did. Lutz's problem wasn't misses, though. Wasn't Lutz's problems he got, like, a bunch of kicks blocked? Yeah, it was a trajectory thing. But he did miss yeah. some kicks, too. But, yeah, it was more of a trajectory thing where he would get them blocked. But so they coached it out of the players, and, and obviously the rest is history. Will Lutz and Deontay have been very successful for the Saints. But – I wonder if that's gone to Sean Payton's head a little bit. And so now he's like, just go get me the most talented guy you can find. <laughs> it will coach any problems out of him. We'll come here. And, and this this kicker, you know, he might not be salvageable. You know, I eventually just, this is going to come back to bite him. I would have rather just Dave them sign like an old crusty veteran that's like automatic from like 44 yards. Janikowski. Yeah, John like Carney. just automatic from 40 yards and in. Did you did you guys see that picture of of uh, Thomas Morstead standing on John Carney's shoulders this week? I there did. you go. John Carney looks as fit as ever. Like yeah. he actually looks really strong now. Like he looks like a bodybuilder. He looks get ridiculous. Him, get him the f in camp. <laughs> get him the f. I, I, I will happily take John Carney back. John, John Carney could still bang through a 40-yard field goal to win a game. I'm sure of it. Um, Andrew, the Saints did have some good news this week. Uh, go Tigers. Quan uh, Alexander, he's back. Here's my question to you. If, he, if Alexander is starting week one, what does that tell you about Bond and Werner? I think it says that he's better than them, and <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't know that I would expect Bond. I, I, I would see that as a good thing because I, I, I actually think Quan is a really good NFL player when he's healthy, and if he's playing at a hundred percent, then he should beat out Pete Werner and Zach Bond. You, you want to know why? Because Pete Werner was a second-round pick, and Zach Bond was a third-round pick. So I don't know that those guys are more talented than Quan Alexander, and I don't think they should be. 
So I, I think it's okay. Like I still feel good about linebacker. If they don't beat out Quan Alexander, I don't all of a sudden write them off as not good players. I still think there's going to be an opportunity for them at some point to contribute this year. Cause Quan Alexander has never gone a full season. That's Some true. country in Africa is going to be getting a lot of bond on the Bayou shirts. Welcome to them. Uganda. <laughs> it could be Uganda. Dave is, just, Dave is just trying to get the merch angle. So the Saints also signed a corner, Adonis Alexander, never heard of him. Josh Peterson, that's Doug Peterson, the old Eagles coach. That's his son. Um, hmm. And Dave, just when we thought – we didn't have any potential corners to trade for because Zayvon Howard, uh, Miami de- redid his deal, gave him more money. We learned today C.J. Henderson of the Jaguars is up on the trading block. So, of course, the Saints are in- interested, according to Jeff Duncan. But here's the reason why I want it to happen, Dave. If they trade for C.J. Henderson, I can merge C.J. Henderson and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and... And I can never be wrong because it's CJ, the initials. We would have, yes, we would have two CJs. That's and right. And a PJ. And a PJ. PJs. Oh, boy. That's, there's a sitcom. There's an 80s sitcom name in there somewhere. I don't know what it's called. But here's but, uh, my question, Dave. Yes, yeah, CJ, CJ, and PJ. Uh, I'm ready for this. I am all in on this. <laughs> How do we make this happen? You got to you gotta, have a, like a Thomas, three-headed shirt. Mike Thomas? Uh, we'll give them Mike Thomas. They can have him. <laughs> What what would you give what would you give the Jaguars, Dave, for, for CJ Henderson? Knowing that he's he was the ninth pick in the twenty twenty draft. And they're already looking to trade him. You, yeah, I was gonna say, you know what Dave's asking. You know what Dave's saying next. Well, wait a minute. He was the ninth pick in the draft? He was. Yeah. We already have last Prince. year. Oh, well we already have Prince Amukamara. He, he was like he was like the <laughs> sixth pick or something. He's way better. He makes me almost want to Um <laughs> What would I trade for him? Well, I would give both of your testicles, Ralph. Definitely. I would offer that up. Would you give my um, good arm? I would, I would definitely give him your good arm. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, I would too. No, I don't know. I mean <laughs> Given the position the Saints are in, I'd like to see them hold on to their assets, their assets being uh, their draft picks. Uh, I think they're going to need those in the future, uh, whether it's to get the quarterback of the future that they want uh, or whether it's to fill the myriad holes they have on this roster. Um, (laughs) There's quite a few. So... You know, so I don't know. I, I, and I don't know whether they're going to be willing to do that. And if they're not, I don't know whether they're going to have enough ammunition to uh, to, to play with the, another team that's going to want C.J. Henderson that's going to be willing to give up more. Uh, again, if we're talking players, obviously Mike Thomas, you know, that's been going around or that's that idea has been thrown out there. But I, I don't know how feasible that is. Player for player trades, uh, that's highly unusual. Um so I don't know. I don't know if they're really. Uh, I think that I, I see them more just sticking with their current uh, philosophy, was which is uh, going through the discount bin at the Best <laughs> Buy and seeing what they can pick up, as opposed to uh, blowing it all on a on a big name. But I could be wrong. Can I just throw out one uh, one tidbit, Ralph? What's that? 
CJ Henderson's Raz score was a 9.97. Oh my god. Never mind. Jeff Ireland. Jeff Ireland has had to change his underwear hourly. Uh, as, <laughs> as he try, as he you calls the panties your mother laid out for you. <laughs> as he calls Loomis uh, to tell him to make this happen. Oh my god. I mean, that's a lot. That is that's locks. I mean, Andrew. I would say the Saints would probably do anything but a first. If he's he's basically almost a ten on the Raz score. He's like a yeah. Farrah Fawcett, Bo Derek. I, I, yeah, I, had I known that, <laughs> had I known that, okay, maybe I could see them giving away a second or a third round pick for that because uh, that's what they're going to draft that guy, somebody like that anyway, uh, next year. Or so, all right, I take that all back. But, so uh, yeah, but that, but 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 my point still stands. Like like Ralph said, I I think they're going to want to hold on to their first round pick because. Uh, you're going to want to be flexible. I mean, because you don't know. They, hey, that Tomas, pick... check the timestamp on this. The thing is, trading the first round pick, I said it today, Andrew. That could be, that could pick, it could be pick six, it could be pick 26. And that's too wide of a variance. You can't be, not you can't be, be given that first it round pick up for any player. No, no chance. It's Here, not going to be 26. So, we've had, it's been a kind of a bumpy podcast. We want to be positive tonight. but And, and I want to talk about this. Thomas, get cue up the sound for about Peyton Turner because Andrew, the defensive and offensive lines have looked amazing for the Saints. Um, and I know we talked about maybe they add someone at defensive line at defensive tackle, but this pass rush, like Marcus Davenport apparently was dominant in the red zone today. But the defensive wow. line, wow. the investments wow. that they made, it seems to be at least paying off initially, Andrew. From 10 days in. You you see him each day, um, you know, whether it's a tip pass, whether it's, you know, a win on a pass rush, um, continue to working with, working with him on, on the run game, but he's having a good camp for a young player. A couple of the offensive linemen have mentioned like his plan and that it's a little bit surprising how far along he is. Is that something you've noticed? He's smart. And so, uh, I think he's a fairly mature kid for his age. And, uh, you know, it, when we get into the game, we'll have a chance to see him, you know, versus someone else live. And that'll be uh, good for our evaluation. But I, I think he's coming along well. Peyton Turner are going to make everybody eat it, Andrew. Right. I hope so. No, uh, look, I, I think a lot of Saints fans were down on that pick. Uh, and um, obviously by – my initial Thomas, reaction is now play a the gif. gif. Yeah, but uh, it's it's super encouraging. It's super it's encouraging cool. because I, the timing is so essential. Just with Davenport being in a contract year and the amount of injuries he's had, we don't know what's going going to go. What's going to happen with him? Cam Jordan had a down year. Uh, you know, hopefully he can bounce back from that. But there's a little concern just about how he's looking. And so I just think from a timing standpoint, they really need a new defensive end and an explosive one. And if he can kind of hit the ground running, that would absolutely be huge. And I think create some options for the Saints in terms of how they figure out their roster next year. Dave. Remember last remember last year's training camp when the cornerbacks were doing so awesome? <laughs> well, Ken Crawley's rocking it this year. Dave, my question to you mm-hmm. is, I give you $200. You're in Vegas. Who has more sacks, Davenport 
Peyton Turner or Andrew's UDFA adopted son, Carl Granderson? I am going to say... Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say okay, Marcus Davenport. I don't think he's gonna. You know, he's he's gonna in a he's the, in a contract year. I know, I know, but he's gonna play like the fewest games because he's gonna be injured. He's gonna get some injury. He's not gonna play a full season. I don't know enough about Peyton. I'm gonna go with Granderson. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that too. I, I will say though, with Davenport, Ralph, when you were saying he was looking good, with Davenport. I, I just like I, I've gotten myself excited about him before. Until he's doing it in regular season games, I don't want to hear about it. I yeah. seriously I can... miss me with any positive news about Marcus <laughs> Davenport in camp and preseason games. I don't care. Until he gets a sack in a real game, then we could talk. Well but and that's and that's the reason why I wasn't and that's the reason why I wasn't gonna pick Peyton Turner in that situation because I you know one, we haven't see, ever seen him play in a real game. Yeah, but he hasn't hurt you, Dave. No, he hasn't. But two, but I, yeah, I, yeah. He t- no, correct, he has. But I, I, he, he's been compared to Marcus Davenport ever since he's been dra- undrafted. He's been, you know, that raw talent that the Saints might have reached for in the draft. And so uh, until he, he's 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 Marcus two firsts too. Uh, <laughs> until uh, until he's he, Marcus one first. <laughs> he's Marcus one first. But uh, and, until he does something in a regular season game, but yeah, I, I, again, so Granderson's the only one I guess who's proven anything in a regular season game. So I'm going to go with him. Andrew, with we're 35 minutes in and we haven't talked about quarterbacks yet. Um, they both threw their Surprise first it. interception of us. camp in the last couple days. Um, Jameis, I think, is ahead. Of a little bit, or is it substantial, do you think? Uh, somewhere in between that. I would say he's ahead a decent amount. So are you saying, like, in the dual quarterback system, he's going to get, like, 55% of the snaps to Taysom's <laughs> 45%? Is that, is that what you're saying, Andrew? I think it's going to be more similar to last year than we think okay. in terms of snaps, with Jameis being Drew. Got it. I can't that, believe you know, my dual quarterback thing hasn't started trending yet. That, well, that's, that's where that's what I'm leaning that right well, now. Well, here's here's the thing, Jameis. He is a complete. I knew he was a goofball, but he is a com- He's a goofball on a level that I didn't quite understand. I mean, Thomas, it, it, it play, the, play the uncomfortable. Play the funny. Cl- play the funny clip of Jameis Thomas. He it, it his his ridiculousness of camp is trying is, too is, hard. Is delightful. You know, uh, he's ru- there. It is. He's running. He's running through the gauntlet. He's he. He looks like me coming out of F and M's in like 1998, just like stumbling. <laughs> Disaster is like right at the precipice of happening, but he 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 pulls it together right at the end. But now, he's a- now check out the longer version of this clip. Like, what is he doing? Like, he doesn't have to do this, this drill, you know? <laughs> he did it to himself, but check it out. Because he's trying too hard to be the leader of the team. He is. <laughs> he's just so terrible. Oh, my God. Um, but, I mean, D- Dave, do you agree with that? Do you think, do you think Jameis is, is 
has kind of not pulled away, but he's significantly ahead so far? Well, again, uh, I look forward to seeing how Peyton uses both quarterbacks equally this season. (laughs) But um, I I don't know. It's still... (laughs) It's still neck and neck. I mean, like, yeah, maybe, maybe, you know, Taysom, we don't, what we're not seeing is like Taysom's running ability and his ability to like make things happen, make plays happen. Like you're not, you you can't do that in practice. It's like literally the NFL does not allow him to do that kind of stuff, especially since he's wearing a red jersey. Uh, And and if he can't get hit, he's not fumbling. Yeah. yeah, And so, I mean, Yeah. So, well, Tay- Dave, to, to, you love golf. So, Taysom fumbling is like golf. a quadruple bogey. He fumbles Saturday. It's like death, right? Like he, uh, yeah. Quadruple. I mean, I, I, I'll say maybe double. I mean, you know, in the world of professional golfing, a double bogey is like a quadruple bogey for, for you and me. But, uh, you yeah. Know, no, hold on. For, for you, maybe. <laughs> let's let's not equate you. Oh, I didn't know. Golf. That's right. Uh, oh, yeah. Hey, man. Okay. Yeah. I broke yeah, 90. On occasion. What? Playing golf? Yeah. From the Seriously? short tees. What? <laughs> at all the ladies' tees. At, at a par three executive course? No, no, <laughs> no. On the on the City Park South. No. Yes. I used to play. You shot wow. a one-armed 90? That is 89. the worst joke I've ever heard. 89. You shot an 89? With four mulligans. But the South course at City Park <laughs> is very short. Very short. Four mulligans. Four. 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 Two aside. So you shot a 93? No, no. Possibly <laughs> mulligans, depending man. on when you took those Two mulligans. aside. Oh, Two aside. you were full of shit. Two aside. Well, one day, one day on another podcast, maybe in the offseason, I'll tell you about my old neighbor who was the world's greatest blind golfer. But uh, <laughs> what the hell were we talking about? Oh, yeah. So, I, you know, it's it's really, you know, it, it's really hard to tell. It, it, it's... It's really hard to tell who's who's winning and who's going to get this job. And I don't know. I mean, it, it really may come down to the games. It really may. Come yeah, down I mean, that's to... uh, yeah. The preseason games, I think, still are going to matter the most. Yeah. yeah. So Jason says the Saints could go five and twelve with Jameis and get the pick and get a pick six. The irony. Uh, <laughs> but Dave, even that though you funny. said, I even like though that. you just said mean things about my golf game, which I haven't played golf since Katrina. Uh, we did have – I had Thomas create a special soundbite for your UDFA adopted son, Little Jordan. Uh, Thomas, play the soundbite that we're going to play every time Little Jordan gets mentioned from now on. It became personal with me. That's Michael Jordan from uh, okay. The Last Dance. It's my attempt uh, at well, the I Little like Jordan that. soundbite. Maybe it didn't hit like I thought. It didn't. That joke didn't no. land. I think it kind of crashed. Yeah. It's not that great. Keep but, workshopping it. Yeah. We're Whatever you, but Thomas, what did you tell the you told the listeners to do what to create a clip and enter it. Uh, yeah, to give us ideas. That's definitely, yeah, well, that's definitely not going to be. That's a entry. whiff. But Dave, <laughs> Sean Payton talked about yes. your UDFA son yes. and how well, good he's looking at camp and how he's mm-hmm. progressed. Thomas, play the clip. Fair to say, uh, Will Jordan Humphrey has kind of made some strides as a receiver. I think this week has been a pretty good week. Yeah. You know, he catches the ball well naturally in his hands you know he, he can stay on the ground without jumping he's had a few good catches inside he's a pretty smart player hmm. you know good, good 
good things to hear from the, from the boss Little man. Jordan. He does, oh. he does have good genes. He does. He does have Do you... good genes. He's 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 the little. Are you feeling good about Little Jordan getting a, locking down a roster? Now dead. I feel comfortable. I think at this point, if the season were to start today, I think he's <laughs> I think he's on the fifty three man roster now. I'm not gonna go crazy. He's not the number one guy. Marquez Saints Calloway, Otis Mar- Marquez Marquez Callaway. Um, I think is the leader in the clubhouse. I think right now he's your number one. Uh, and then Traquan, but I, you know, I I think uh, I think he I think he gets a spot. I think he gets Saints a spot. Otis says, especially Dave. while Deontay's gone. Not Jesus. not that not that him and Deontay are uh, are uh, in the same kind of family of Dave. You look like an astronaut when you're reclined. You it's very it's very weird. Ground control to Major Tom. <laughs> hey, Tomas, check the timestamp on this. <sighs> uh, you got to save that bullet in the chamber for when we start drafting UDFAs. Yeah. <laughs> so the last sound bite, the last sound bite I got is, I think the guy who's gonna, if you told me pick a guy for the Saints that's gonna break out and be amazing this year, it's CD Deuce. I think he's going to be fantastic he talked about hmm. today how he doesn't like people which i which i loved we didn't have that sound but sean payton talked about his um his progress as a player and how he tries to walk the line of of you know being being a jerk uh not getting penalized. And Sean Payton mentioned also this. He mentioned how uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is trying to work on being more detail-oriented. I thought that was interesting. Thomas, play the clip. Well, it's it's his personality, and you never want to um, – you know, you never want to change someone's personality. His, his focus on the details is something he's working on. You know, as you watch the cut-ups from a year ago – you know, understanding the leverage, understanding the scheme, and and really fine tuning the little things. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's an emotional game, and uh, and you know, he's one of those players that that obviously plays with that type of emotion, and it's just you know making sure that it doesn't cross the line. But he had a good practice today. Would you say you've seen good things out of him in his camp overall? Yeah, and yet still there's some technique things that we want to clean up early on, especially early on. And uh, it's just play in, play out, onto the next play. The exactness of his position and the, the attention to detail is something that I know that is a big area of emphasis. And uh, yeah, he understands that. Is attention to detail not having people punch him in the face, Andrew? Or is that getting more people to punch him in the face? Yeah, you know, I, I, he's clearly got, I think, the emotional side, getting in people's heads, uh, the confidence, the swagger, uh, all that. And so I think how he gets to the next level, when you say him, when you call him a breakout player and you say that's a guy you could see really taking it to the next level, I really think it's about dialing in the little things, the small things. That That's, you know, small. If you stack up enough small wins, then you get big gains. And I think right now that's where he's at. I think he he's really far along in terms of the aggression, the emotional side of the game, uh, the physical side. Uh, and I think there's just little things with technique that I think are going to push him over the hump to make him elite. He's really close. I, I think he's – I agree that he's an underrated player in the league. And Dave, I think he how can many be, pe- 
one of the I'm best. Gonna, I'm going to disagree with Andrew uh, wholeheartedly right there. I think that CJ Gardner Johnson is. You uh, almost said Henderson there. Did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> are, we, are we talking about CJ Henderson or CJ no, or, or PJ or PJ Williams? Uh, <laughs> PJ Henderson. No, or PJ Gardner Johnson. Uh, Patrick Robinson, gonna, actually. I'm going to disagree with Andrew. I think uh, CJ is apparently in the twilight of his career because we are. Hey, Tomas, check the timestamp on this. We are now a week and a half in a training camp. Nobody's punched him. Nobody That's has right. punched him yet. Yes. How many people? I think he's lost. I think he's lost it. I think he's, he's lost, lost his mojo. mojo. How many people does he have to punch uh, for you to buy his much. jersey? <laughs> no, it's not about who he punches. It's about who punches about who him. Punches. You see, instead no, of I guess he hates Mike Thomas has been out. I guess you know. Well, at this point, I think the Saints' only chance to win Week One against the Packers is for CJ to get half the Panthers roster. The Packers, I just thought Packers of a great, rejected, yeah. Get I just Rogers thought of a great T-shirt idea, eye. Dave. Yeah, a great yeah. T-shirt idea. You remember the the XFL? The guy he hate me on the back of the jersey. CJ mm-hmm. Gardner Johnson. He punched me on the back of the jersey. That is a. Te- where's the Where's the office space soundbite? That is a terrible. Horrible idea. Uh, Uh, Stop looking for it. Just stop. You missed it. It's over. I've heard in my life, Tom. Yes. Yes, it's horrible. (laughs) This idea. Nice. A little late, but it's all right. Um, A little bit. So before we get to the UDFA, uh, the adopted UDFA Sun Draft, I want to remind: pound the donate button on Twitch so Thomas can get paid in Vladi Divots. Uh, check out the timestamps on YouTube. Thomas has gone all out for the timestamps. So that way, if you don't want to watch the whole show, you don't want to listen, you just go to you go to YouTube, boom, 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 hit the timestamps, jump around to the topics, and you can get in and out if you want to listen to the show. If you don't listen to the show on like super high speed uh, on podcasts, if you, some people listen at like two times the speed. If you don't want to do that, just hit the timestamps on YouTube. It's great. You should subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're doing fun stuff over there. And I've had people, I've had people tell me that when they hear us in normal speed, that it, like if they watch us live, for example, as opposed to they're used to maybe listening to us at two x or one point five x, it sounds like we've all had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be an improvement I, for people me. People that do that are good. so weird. My my good buddy does that, and it's like, and I get into his car, and he's listening to our podcast at one and a half times speed, oh, you know. And obviously, to me, it sounds like we're the chipmunks, but it's like, <laughs> I I don't get people that can do that. Two times speed is even to me. That's even, nuts. That's yeah, nuts. So, I can't do two x. One one point five x I can handle. Two x is yeah, it's too much. Ralph Marlbro here from Saints Happy Hour. You need to join us every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on the Spotify Green Room app. We are talking Saints or anything New Orleans sports related. On Spotify Green Room, you can interact with us by asking questions or just laugh at me mispronouncing names. Download the Spotify Green Room on your iPhone or Android device, then follow Saints Happy Hour so you can join us every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. to talk Saints or anything else NOLA sports related. So do it. Download Download the Spotify Green Room app and join us every Wednesday night at 9 o'clock. We'll see you there. So it's time for the, UD, the 2021 Adopted Son UDFA draft. Uh, the draft order Let's this go. year, put the, li- the, put, the, uh, put the list up. 
the the draft order is Thomas, uh, me, then Andrew. Kevin picks fourth. He's in the chat, so he can make his pick, although he gave us the list. And then Dave, because Dave won last year, his adopted son, Malcolm Roach, won the competition. So there you yeah, go. If you're curious what Thomas looks like, there, there's his there face. There it is. That's right. Yeah. Ladies, if you got any ladies in the house, <laughs> take a gander, <laughs> drink doctor. in Thomas's head. Uh, this UDFA list is sad. Like, of yeah, all the sucks. years that we've, this is the third year we've done done this. And I'll let both of you talk. I, I have zero confidence in my pick. Like this, this group is just not good. So. Do, do I do I go ahead and tell you guys right now that Dylan Soner is on IR, or do I just let you okay. pick him? <laughs> well, so, that, so that Andrew's Andrew's making my point for me. I am annoyed, Ralph. Well, I blame you. You gave me the list. Well, no, but not that. The, this should have been done before training camp started. Yes. No. Uh, like now we like. I'm not going to get into detail, but like there are people on this list that I would have easily picked beforehand and now <laughs> that training camp has started it's like eh, i don't I was excited about lorenzo neal's kid because that would have been make fun it. for jokes and then he got cut already and that would have been hilarious yeah. yeah we gotta this has to be done in mid-july all yeah, right fair july. enough we'll Agreed. do it we'll do it in mid we'll do it in mid-july next the year the season is gonna get an answer hey, Tomas, it's, it's, check the time stamp on this next we gotta do it going into camp next year in yes. the camp yeah we got to do yeah. it before but going into camp. Fair enough. Before we're getting camp reports. So, executive producer extraordinaire Thomas, he gets to pick first. Thomas, who are you picking? Okay, with the first pick in the annual adopted rookie UDFA draft, I pick Stevie Scott the Third, running back. Oh, what's his hey? Somebody he's, in the chat, what, pull up his Raz Steve, score. Stevie Scott the third doing what Stevie Scott the first and Stevie Scott the second could never do. How many times is he? If he scores a touchdown in the preseason game, do we call him Michael Scott as a compliment? <laughs> or if he fumbles, do we call him Michael Scott from the office as a slur? I think it's a slur. So... I'm on the clock now. This one's this one's really hard because the Tennessee guy, he's just calling my name because the Saints, they do more with Tennessee players than Tennessee does. Uh, so, Thomas, hit the chime. Did you tell him who you're picking? Wait. You didn't get the memo as you usual. Have to, you have to message him on Discord. Send, send me the pick. Send me. Okay. I'm the commissioner. So I'm thinking. I'm thinking about uh, it. Hey, can it, I get my pick in the head of him? Is it, if he ta- if he blows it, up, he yeah. what he's doing, I get to like jump yeah, in front yeah. of him, right? <laughs> so there you go. There's my there's my pick. I don't feel good about it, but there it is. Okay, where which you, one is okay? Okay, I see him. I see him. It, wait, where, did, where where do you want us to send this? Uh, <laughs> on Discord. On Discord. Send it on the Discord. When when it's your pick, it doesn't matter. Just send it to me wherever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a shit show already. <laughs> well, come on, unbelievable. It what is. Did you 
Okay, so with the second pick in the annual adopted UDFA rookie draft, Ralph Marlboro selects Bryce Thompson, cornerback. All my children have failed me in the three years of this draft. Um, what happened to the Trill guy? Is he? He's not. He got. They they signed Trill's him. Then they, then they cut him, and then the Dolphins claimed him. He would have been. He would have been my guy because just it's fun to say Trill. Um, but I picked Thompson. I feel like Tennessee guys, man, and the Saints. They could have an injury at corner. Something could happen. You never know. That's my guy, Bryce. Do your daddy proud. So, Andrew, you are on the clock. Yeah, I was going to take uh, Bryce Thompson. So, uh, you know. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, su- I'm surprised I still haven't gotten the pick. Right yeah, I, ju- I, I, I just uh, sent it to you. But, yeah, Bryce Thompson was going to be my pick, so I'm very disappointed. That, you know, I agree with Ralph that he's probably just a special teams. He's probably got the best shot. He can be a gunner. Uh, but I, I'm going to pull a page out of the old Dave Cariello book here, strategy-wise. Okay, so uh, the pick is in. With the third pick in the annual adopted rookie UDFA draft. And Andre Juge selects Josiah <laughs> Josiah Bronson defensive tackle. Yeah, I just felt like I had to go with that position group. You know, they're thin there. With Onyemata out, there's an opportunity to maybe make the team. They're a little thin at that position, so it's also fun to say Josiah. Yeah. So. So Kevin's like, Ke- where Kevin's is Discord? Saying, where, where in Discord? Kevin, like the only place that we send each other messages. He already gave us his list, <laughs> yeah. didn't he? Yeah, he's got yeah, the, yeah, yeah. He's I, got I got the list. I got it. I got it. You got his pick? Yeah, he's got the pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I I got the pick. I got to uh, set it up. So uh, talk a bit more. So, of talk course, more. Kevin, Kevin's Kevin nearly – Ke- I feel like Kevin, Kevin – I feel like Kevin, his pick last year for Tony Jones was we laughed at it. I feel like he almost if he, won. He, if that guy wouldn't have got hurt against Carolina, he'd have had the hundred yards that Ty Montgomery had, and Kevin yes. would have won the whole thing. Yes. So, I mean, we mock Kevin because he doesn't know the players. But here we go. The pick is in. The pick is in. Uh, so in the 2021 uh, annual adopted uh, rookie UDFA draft, Kevin Held selects Nolan Cooney. Of course. Oh, come on, that was my pick. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Come on, Kevin. God damn it! Reading the room, <laughs> getting his guy. Screwing over, Dave. This is delightful. Reading, reading the public Discord chat. <laughs> but here's the thing: Cooney's wait, getting. He, wait, 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 wait. Are you fucking kidding me, Thomas? Did he do that? He saw my pick and then he took my pick. Oh no, he, he he's not in the group. How, how he come? he he turned in his pick. <laughs> I think I think Cooney was at the top of his board. 
Yeah, yeah he, he was. was. That he, that he yeah, sent yeah. in ahead of time. So well, I was only Cooney's not gonna make the team. So whatever, fuck you. Kevin. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you, yeah. And you still wanted to pick him, Dave? Well, because just for shits and giggles. Dave, uh, you were totally right. Uh-huh. Ralph, Ralph curses. Excuses, way more than yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm heated. All right, I don't normally get this. Hot. Uh, all right. Well, I don't. You know what? I'm last. I don't need this. Well, I guess I do need to send it to to the commissioner. Yeah. You got to You got to pick a dude with the first right. name Shaq, right? No. Uh, all right. Hold on. Well, I got a lot of connection. You know, I could go Dylan's my son's name. Uh, <laughs> He's on IR. Uh, well, then I'm, oh yeah. Be. Okay. Well, then I'm not. Right, that I'm would be fun. That. That would be hysterical. After hey, may, Andrew maybe reminded he's us back. that he's on IR, yeah. Dave picks him anyway. That would have been hysterical. Uh, maybe he's going to replace Michael Thomas, you know? <laughs> All right. Switch All right. to wide receiver. This, this sucks. This is terrible. <laughs> My God. Uh, all right. Play the music. Uh, play the music, uh, Commissioner. I'll tell you my pick. You still haven't sent me the pick. I know. You... All right. Great. Uh, with the... You're worse than Ralph. You're worse than Ralph. That is the worst insult you have ever given Dave, ever. Worse than Ralph. With the fifth pick in the 2021 annual adopted rookie UDFA son draft, uh, Dave Cariello is picking Lawrence Woods, cornerback. And I'm only picking him because... At this point, he's probably got about as even a shot as all the other cornerbacks they've signed in the last week. Everybody's coming in fresh. Nobody knows the playbook. Everybody's new. What the hell? Come on, Lawrence Woods. Let's make it happen. I like that. Welcome to the family. (sighs) Josiah, go see uh, Granderson. Don't don't go to Keith Washington. He's on IR. That's right. uh, Felix... Felix says in the chat, I have Bryce Thompson right here on my wall. He's already a fathead. That was quick, Ralph. I got him. Impressive. Impressive. Uh, right next to the Bill Maher. Thanks, I thanks I, to I, Thomas. I was going to take Shaq Smith. I was really in between Bronson and Smith. Yes. Yeah, anyway. Uh, we, may have, we may have a, a difficult time this year because the first year it was great fun because we had Granderson and Little Jordan both active, both playing. Last year, Roche won, but it really wasn't that great. This year, it may be the person you, that wins that is like one – is the guy. He doesn't even play. He's just active on game day one yeah. week. Like, the, fir- the first guy to make a tackle wins. <laughs> right. The, the bar is going to be set really low. Yeah. Hmm. Nolan Cooney, all he needs to do is punt once, and Kevin's got it. So, <laughs> In practice. Yeah. Well, I mean, Gilligan's groin could explode, and then Kevin's winning. Well, oh, they, that's true. Yeah. They could bring Thomas hey, Morstead back. Maybe he's going to replace Will Lutz. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, maybe he's going to switch to kicker, you know? Everybody thank Thomas. He did an amazing job with the graphics on the UDFA. Yeah, that was uh, fun. Sundraft. That was great, Thomas. Uh, by the way, I want to remind you people, we have f- only four Saints 2021 season survival mugs left uh nancy tyler nathan they all signed up uh right before the show they can get the mug it's gonna be amazing uh you should do it we only have four left that's if you want them before week one against green bay uh we may order more 
if people really want them, but we're running out of them. They're hotcakes. People love them. Dave did an amazing job designing it. You should get them. Thomas, it's time for the trivia. Uh, I'm really proud of this trivia. I think I think it's going to confuse and frustrate people, and it's, <laughs> and it's not I've got, a I've difficult got question fired like up last and ready week. To go. No, you, you have to close your eyes this time, Dave, because you're oh, cheating. Really? You know? yeah. No Googling. No Googling. He, no he, Google Googling. won't help him. You dirty cheater. <laughs> All right. So, Thomas, pull up the trivia. We need a trivia jingle. We, we have... Oh, boy. Oh, can, no. you, can, you work, can you work on that first, Dave? They'll put, it, <laughs> they'll put us in audio. Discord jail. <laughs> If we, I mean, they'll put us in in Twitch jail if we play Jeopardy. Why is that quality so terrible? It does not sound like that on my phone. <laughs> I want to say this is Henry Childs. Now, who is the first Saints tight end to catch sixty passes in a season? Uh, it's not Henry Childs. I was thinking Google. it was already Googling on, on his phone. I was thinking it was I was thinking it was Henry Childs. I was thinking it was then I was thinking it was Jimmy Graham. I was like, there's no way it could be Jimmy Graham. Then I was thinking it was Wesley Walls, who had good seasons yeah, for the I Saints. I was about to say Wesley Walls, yeah. Uh Shockey in two thousand ten. Now Billy Miller nah. back in the day, two thousand six. Nah. Um Dave Parks. Oh my God, Jason. That's one of, you talk about a disaster move by the Saints. He was a guy, he was a free agent the Saints signed in the 60s when free agency was illegal and San Francisco took away picks from the Saints. Uh, but, Hobie Brenner. Hobie, <laughs> Hobie Brenner never caught 30 passes in a season. Benjamin uh, Watson. Ben, no. Andrew Googling. Josh Hill. <laughs> Final Billy answer, Miller. Adam Trotman. Billy Miller. It's not Billy. He never Adam caught Trotman. No. Cam Cleveland. Mr. Is Jessica the, Simpson. That's UDFA who's on IR? Mark Campbell. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So Childs never caught 60 passes? Nope. Are you sure it's not Kobe Fleener? <laughs> <laughs> Zach Hilton. Maybe look, look at the silhouette. Greg Scales. Andrew I mean, Glover. Is it is it Jimmy Graham? Okay, maybe. Is it Michael? Let's tell them. Let, 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 let's tell them. What, what, what's your final fi, final answer, guys? Final answer. What's I'm just thinking answer? if wall if it's not walls and he never caught sixty balls. And it's not Childs, and he never caught sixty balls. Then I don't think any Saints tight end ever ha- has done it before Graham. And I would say Watson has maybe done it since. Wait, I'm saying Kobe Fleener. <laughs> I don't think Fleener's never caught sixty balls for the Saints. Give him the drum roll. Brrr. Tell him the answer, Thomas. I think it's if it's not Childs, it's, I'm going to say it's Jimmy Graham. So what's your final answer? Jimmy Graham. Are you sure? Yeah, that's my pick. Okay, let's let's find out then. It does look like Jimmy Graham. It does. Let's go! Yes. Let's there you go. go. Oh, Jimmy I Graham. Up my kids. <laughs> that's a good Dan Arnold. Arnold from so Darnold. So what's the most what's the most balls Wesley Walls caught then? Fifty three. Really? Yeah. That's it? 
Yeah, like... And what about Childs? Childs was in the 50s, too. Childs was really close to see. He had, like, mm. 57. I don't know. I'm looking on this, this ranker.com website where they rank the all-time Saints tight ends. And they, they have Boo Williams at number one over Jimmy Graham. Yes! <laughs> And I mean, it's like, and they have the stats right there. It says right here, you know, Boo Williams played 59 games and had 107 receptions uh, for 1,100 yards and 12 touchdowns. And then right there, right below that, Jimmy Grant, 78 games, 300, three times as many receptions, four times as many yards, and five times as many touchdowns. How could you possibly put Boo Williams above Jimmy Graham? Maybe his son is surrounding the site, you know? Yeah, Joshua <laughs> says Fleener caught sixty concussions. That's me. Well, they also Joshua. have Jeremy Shockey third. Yeah, so the only time I'm looking at it now, the only tight ends to ever catch sixty balls for the Saints in a season are Jimmy Graham and Ben Watson. Obviously, Graham did it multiple times, but yeah. Ben Watson's the only other one. Yeah, and if people, <laughs> uh, Budrich has has submitted some trivia questions that I may use, but Budrich's uh, tri- trivia questions are difficult like trivial pursuit orange color as they should difficult yeah like they're crazy difficult so they uh, have to google them <laughs> I, dude there's there's no hope of googling butterich's trivia questions that he, uh, that well, he gave me lay one on me he's like what's the only saints player to have no. inter- to have an interception and catch a touchdown pass like it's just oh, random nice. i like that yeah, like it's the only Saints player to get an interception and catch a touchdown pass. Yeah, like Mitchell. that that probably implies Yeah, that's a good one. Uh that implies probably that it's an old school player that went both ways or no. Yeah, it's like you gotta you gotta have like a defensive lineman or like a it's like a it, it you gotta have like a guy that played uh Played defense and then got in at the goal line or something, you know. Mm. I'm telling you, man. Budrich is giving me quality, quality trivia. Chad, I don't know. That's crazy. Well, we might we'll we might fire that week. one out next week. <laughs> so, right. Thomas. Or on Friday. Oh yeah, that's right. We got Friday. Me and me and Dave probably, uh, or just me. Maybe we'll see how Dave is. I think going to join <laughs> me. We're gonna do we're gonna do a pregame show. We're gonna preview the Saints. Ravens on Saturday, uh, and it's going to be great, and we're going to have a fun time. Join us on Twitch again because we got to get a certain amount of hours to become affiliate so we can give you badges and all kinds of fun stuff, and you can subscribe to us via Amazon Prime and all kinds of cool stuff, but we got to get there first. So, Thomas, explain to people what the clip of the week is because I'll just ruin it or screw it up, and then play the clip of the week. <laughs> okay, so the clip of the week is the most viewed clip last week from our last week's show. That's it. That's it. Okay. Uh, so it'll be the most funniest one, but we, we didn't have uh, that many last week, but uh, let's hope it will change for this show. Okay, so uh, let's go the clip of the week. Uh, Sp- <laughs> Sputnik is uh, Ken Crawley, clearly. Sinovac is the Chinese vaccine, apparently. And Sputnik oh, yeah. is the Russian one. Mm. Who's the who's the free agent guy they signed from Tennessee, the UDFA? Thompson or whatever. 
He's Sinovax. Well, Adebo's clearly none of these. Adebo, <laughs> Adebo is a is a tall glass. There you go. Clip of the week. A clip by clip of the Dreamo. Week. Yeah, we need to do a better right. job of setting up the clip of the week. It just like by the way, still out. not much talk about Adebo. Adebo corner. Adebo, Adebo, the unvaccinated. Well, when they get C.J. Henderson up in here tomorrow, yeah, it's not a good. It's not a good sign that the Saints keep adding corners. Like they signed Prince Mukamura, they signed Adonis Alexander, they signed Brian Poole, and Rob Sean Payne say keeps saying, name right. and he keeps saying, "We need to add a corner." Like yeah. it's it's still in the news <laughs> in the media. Every time we add a corner, it's not enough. Sean Payton wants more. Must. So yeah, it's not still good. A must. Not, not, not a great job. sign for the uh, unvaccinated corner. So, uh, so Thomas, now it's time to uh, hit the music. It's time for the uh, the Ralph shuffle. Ralph shuffle. Take it to the top. Finger gun. Is is Twitch going to hit us up with copyright for this, Thomas, you think? <laughs> no. I don't think so. Uh, so. Is that Brian Hansen or Morton Anderson talk, singing right there? That's a good question. I don't know, but you know what? Honestly, I mean, they probably want this song to go away. We could probably get them to pay us to stop playing Stop playing it? Never. <laughs> Never. 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 It's like no, we won't accept any money, but no. It's not like the Jim Mora soundboard. It's never going away. Well, whenever we're ready to retire. That is f***ing stupid. That'll be our cash-out plan. We'll be like, all right, (laughs) Brian Hansen and Morton Anderson, we're going to stop playing your song if you pay us a million dollars. Before you ask the questions, you know, one thing I want to ask is, where has Drew Brees been? Like, I know he's not on the team and he's doing his own thing but don't you feel like he should have interesting gotten gotten he's in his closet thomas calling games he's like i was just like don't you think he should have gotten michael thomas on the horn and just been like dude you like or just like pop into (laughs) practice you know and be like Like, hey michael thomas listens to anyone but i just feel like breeze is is the person to smooth all this you never know that'd be too hard for him to like be around the team you know, because he feels like he can probably maybe still play and he's still competitive, you know, and it's like too, it's too emotional to be around the team yeah. and not be able to play, you know. I used to feel that way when I when I was younger and when I played hockey, like, you know, like if you were like injured, you know, it's like if you're injured and you're watching your team play and you can't play, you can't be there to help your team. It's tough sometimes, so he might... He I might, still, he might just I be still staying maintain. all the way, making a clean break. He's making a clean break of it. He's grinding he's also Notre in his Dame closet tape. like Zach Streif. Yeah, he's he's like Zach Streif. He's practicing his game calling by uh, calling old games of Notre Dame in his closet. I maintain that it's possible. There is a scenario. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Oh, Brett Favre? Yeah. We're like... <laughs> we're going to Brett Favre this shit. We're like, Winston <laughs> is okay. The Saints make the decision not to resign him. Taysom, you know, doesn't work out. And the Saints get a pretty good first first round draft pick. And Drew's like, you know, body's feeling, feeling a lot great. better after a year off. Healing up. Wearing yeah. the copper sleeve. I'm Let's good to run go. it back. I'm back. That wow. is an idiot. You're f- an attic. 
You you think Peyton's gonna go with a triple quarterback? That's crazy. He's gonna rotate three quarterbacks in a single game on a regular basis. That'd be amazing. Holy shit! Dude, he, dick off. he really is an offensive wizard. Yeah. All right, Thomas. What next? Okay, first question comes from uh, Jason Champagne. He's back. Should we encourage David Griffin Presser to become the official spokesperson for all Mike Thomas matters? David, is he talking? He's talking the Pels GM. Jesus, Ralph. But, like, David Griffin, dude, he's about to get slapped for tampering. Like, with Yeah, but have you ever seen his press conferences? He's super... I feel like David Griffin is like the most positive trite and canned responses you'll ever see. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't be able to do it justice, but I just feel like he's like super yeah, that, positive. That's definitely, that's definitely what Michael Thomas needs right now is just yeah. like the canned PR, the company yeah. line stamp. I feel like David you know, Griffin, whenever I. Whenever I hear him talk, he always sounds like he just read some sort of business motivational book, and he's trying yeah. to use the catchphrases in the press. So, all right, Thomas. What next? We need we need synergy. Yeah, that's it's right. Okay, next next question comes from TP. Uh, how do we start the preseason if it's all Jason? Are we going to start our first string or are we going to put Tamus behind second string players? Ooh, it's good. They're going to they're going to decide that this week. Right? I, I think Taysom gets the first crack. That's my prediction. Dave. Who do you think gets first crack? Uh, in the first preseason game? Yeah. Um Jameis, and then Taysom Jam- comes out on the second wow. series, and then Jameis comes out on the third series, and then Taysom comes out on the fourth series. <laughs> they alternate. I, I'm just, I want to oh, know. Sorry, who- Wargoat. Uh, just, I, I, I always say his name. Is it Wargoat? Yeah. I think it's Wargoat. Wargoat. It's yeah. Italian. It's Wargotti. Wargotti. He, he says uh, that David Griffin's presser is a Twitter account that parodies David Griffin's press conferences. Entire synergy. We're a family. We're bonded. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Dave's cam went into five FPS. Yeah. So I, I think Taysom gets the first crack, I think. But maybe they'll reward Jameis for looking a little bit better. So, yeah, I could see it going either way. Well, I'm curious as who, 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 who Sean Payton touches and gets to break the news. Like who gets to break the news of who starts uh, mm. Saturday night? Well, does it really matter? Rossini. It's gotta be Rossini. I don't know. Rossini just had a baby. I don't know. She's. Yeah. What does that mean? She can't break news. Yeah, yeah I mean... she can, but I, I just I don't know how in it plugged in and in the game she is right now. Yeah. I'm gonna say it's gonna be. Um, not Schefter. It's gonna. Be it's going to be Jeremy Fowler. Jeremy Fowler is going to break the news. That's my guess. So, mm. uh, I'm going to eat a before it wrap, wrap sheet. That's a good guess. 
yeah. What next? Thomas? Okay, so the next next question, uh, Ralph, you kind of spoiled during the show, but it comes from Budrich, so I uh, didn't want to make Andrew angry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Budrich asks, uh, who will have more sacks this season, regardless of how much time they miss? Marcus two first or Peyton one first? <laughs> Eight and one first. There it is. That's the that's the name I was looking for. Man, if 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 the Saints hit right on Peyton Turner, they just can't question their drafting ever like ever again until they start losing because people ripped them to Saints Twitter ripped them to shreds. Experts were ripping them to shreds. If they're right about Peyton Turner, oh my God! Then and you'd say goodbye to Jeff Ireland. He'll probably get a job as a GM somewhere. Yeah. Notice how Budrich qualified the question by saying regardless of how much time they miss, because he knows Marcus too first. I mentioned it earlier when we had this question that, you know, he's not going to get a full season. <laughs> Jason said Rossini, Jason said Rossini was breaking news as she was breaking water. She never stops working for you. <laughs> that is Ari. <laughs> She's the top of the Saints power rankings, man. Like I wouldn't Hey Tomas, check the timestamp on this. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't put it by her. What next? Uh, next question comes from the Wickerman or questions from Discord by the way. Uh Wickerman asks What is the Mendoza line of player quality for being able to perform shenanigans like Michael Thomas? Without being cut. Ooh, that's <laughs> a great question. question. I think I have, the Mendoza. Well, go ahead, Dave. Well, I was going to say I have an answer for this. I mean, Mike Thomas is above the Mendoza line. However, yeah, there is a uh, a time limit on it, and if you haven't played uh, in over a half a season, then you know you can drop below the Mendoza line despite uh, despite how good you are. So you got Keenan Lewis. You you can't be, you can't be, you know, if you're good, that's great. Then you can talk trash. But if you're good and you're injured all the time, no, 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 you don't get, you don't get to talk Mm. trash. So Mike Thomas is currently, he hasn't played in a while. So I don't know. I think he's got to, I think he's lost some clout. Who would be a player that could do shenanigans that you wouldn't quite be sure that they would chase them off? Cats awake. Who? The cat's awake. Oh, the cat. Yeah, the cat. Rining. I would say the. Um, the I would Ramcheck. Ramcheck. He's not going anywhere. No, but I mean, like they they can't go. No, but but he's talking about like the the line like right where the shenanigans might get you cut, but might not. Like, what's the line where you you're just good enough Marcus to where they're like? Ooh, I was yeah. nah. I was gonna say Demario Davis. Mm, like if Demario no, Davis was pulling no the same stunt, he he'd be donezo. No, no, no. I think he's too good. I think he's too. Yeah. I think that I think they'd tolerate it for a while. I, I would say Andres it has Pete. To be... <laughs> Ooh, well, yeah, apparently, Paulson Debo. Yeah. That's a good, good one. point. That's a good like he. Good point. He's right. 
But the thing is, he's a draft pick, though. He's he's, know, he's but he's but but he's a good point because he's right at the line. Right. Like let's say, let's say he doesn't play and all he is is a special teams gunner this year, and he stinks yeah. again next year in training camp, and he's not vaccinated, and he gets the Rona, he'll be gone. Like I think Debo is like right on the line of like could be cut for shenanigans. It's a great it's a great question though. What next? Okay, last question uh, comes from Saints Rabbit. Who's the best kicker on the podcast? Kicker of what? Ass me. Football footballs. <laughs> oh, it can't be me. Well, can't be me. Yeah, Ra- Ralph is at the bottom of the list. Bottom. Well, you have two. You have two good legs, Ralph. No, I do not have two good legs. Have you ever seen Incorrect. me walk, Dave? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I know. I was gonna say clearly he's never seen you walk. Yeah, I just, like, I just thought that was like, like carryover from your arm or something. I don't know. No, no, <laughs> two good legs. Get out of here with that. I wish. I forgot you had all those pins put in. Yeah. I remember yeah. That. Uh, okay, so not Ralph. Um, yeah, probably <laughs> Andrew played soccer. Did you play soccer, Andrew? Nah, I mean a little bit, oh. but I was bad. I was bad. Does Kevin's I also wrestling have, like, make him a good kicker? I don't know. Yeah, Do I, I qualify cool. or not? Thomas <laughs> yeah, qualify. Thomas is from Europe, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm European. It's, it's, yeah. it's a no-brainer, guys. It's a no-brainer. I, I think the answer is Thomas. <laughs> I think so, oh, yeah. Executive, Thomas, executive by the producers. way, Poland. Four gold medals. Good job, Poland. I think the, the better question would be if 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 you needed one of us to, to, to score in a penalty shootout to save your life, who would you pick? I think that. Well, I think he's talking about football. No, is he? Ta- I mean, American best kicker, best like kicker. field goals. Yeah, no? The, the, there's no kicker he's position. He's asking in because Will Lutz is injured. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, no, okay. Who would who would you trust to make a field goal? Who would you trust if your life depended on it? Who would you trust to make a field goal? Would it be okay, Thomas? Well, we're still I'm back going, to where I'm we were. Thomas. Not you. Not me. Yeah. Thomas. Yeah, I don't. I, I wouldn't. Well, I can't I, say. How do I? I can't say Tom. I've never seen Thomas. I've never I, seen I Thomas have spent, walk, let alone run, let alone. <laughs> I, I do yeah. have some experience holding on extra points and field goals, so oh, I can. Well, I, I'll, I'll be. I'll be the holder. Yeah, you'll be Thomas. I can also. I can also long snap. I can snap pretty well. So you can uh, snap and hold at the, at the same uh, time. I'll snap. <laughs> I'll snap, and I'll, oh. I'll I'll high point it just high enough to where then I can run to the spot. And then placehold, and then Thomas, yeah, well, maybe to maybe I can I can make it from uh, 15 yards, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I I could see Kevin figuring out how to snap. You blew it. Just saying, laces out. I don't have that sound queued yeah. up. Laces out. Uh, so that about well, wraps that it up tonight. Thanks for everybody for joining us in the uh, on the Twitch. I like the Twitch is so much. It feels so professional. Like Thomas gives us better quality than we deserve. Thomas, you know what we need to do? That's true. For the cold yes. open, we need like a chime or a bomb sound effect go off so I know <laughs> that like it's time to you start You have the talking. timer. You have the timer, Ralph. I didn't see the timer. I got bad eyes. How could you not see the timer? <laughs> You were like, hey, he, the, the he, music went out. Let's go. <laughs> he, he he wasn't looking with his good eye, Thomas. That's right. I only have one good eye. The other one's crooked. 
Alf only has one one good of everything. One that's good right. Eye, one that's good right. arm, one good one, leg. One good nostril. That's what he that's starts right. everything. It's all... Only one of, Dude, only one of his penises of goods. That's right. That's right. So. Uh, that's funny. So, so hit the music, Thomas. And thanks to everybody for joining us. Uh, become a patron. You should. We're the best. Uh, get your mug. We're awesome. Uh, we're the best podcast going. Uh, thanks to everybody for joining us, for Dave, for Andrew, for Kevin, who was in the chat to make sure that his pick got made. Uh, Thomas, executive producing in Poland like a superstar that he always is. Uh, thanks, thanks, everybody. Thomas. For- thanks, patrons. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Remember, kids, don't shoot your dick off. Until next time, the bar is closed. And join us Friday. Go get- Go get me a sack, Josiah Bronson. <laughs> <laughs>